The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about what made the leading omni-channel performance marketing platform refresh their company's name. Joining us is Keely Jepson, who is the Vice President of Engagement at Fetch, which is America's number one rewards app and leading consumer engagement platform. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Fetch is also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. And today, Keely and I are going to discuss the strategy behind Fetch's rebrand. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Keely Jepson, the Vice President of Engagement at Fetch. Keely, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks so much for the kind introduction. So happy to be here. Excited to have you here. You know, rumor has it this is your first podcast experience, so we'll try to go easy on you and uh, <laughs> keep all the questions in your wheelhouse. But thank you for being brave enough to join the show and do your first podcast with us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for the invitation. Let's start off here on a scale of one to 10. How nervous are you? <laughs> You know what? I'm ready to talk about this. All right. All right. So that's a six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get it down to a four before the end of this podcast. We're going to start off talking about something that you know intimately well, the Fetch brand. Fetch is an interesting company because not only do you have a commercial facing portion of your business where you are taking data and helping mostly CPG brands understand consumers buying behaviors, but you also have a rewards platform that's B2C facing. And so... You're kind of a, a multi-channel marketplace that serves as a data exchange. And recently, my understanding is that Fetch went through a slight tweak, a little rebrand. Talk to me a little bit about the strategy for Fetch's B2C business and what made you decide to modify your name. At its core, Fetch gives people an easy way to save items that they purchase every day. So our users are rewarded in Fetch points for every receipt that they snap and when they buy products from our partners. Then those points can be exchanged for gift cards and other types of rewards in the platform. So today we have 17 million monthly active users who are snapping 2 billion receipts every year. What led to the need to rebrand? I think you need to kind of back up to understand what differentiates us as a rewards platform. So our belief at Fetch is that if you create value for a brand, you deserve to be rewarded for that. We think that it is unreasonable to expect consumers to be involved in tons of different loyalty programs. And so we created this one platform that rewards users on their purchases across CPG and retail and restaurant. 
And that approach we feel is undeniably much easier and it's far more user-centric, but that's only part of the story. I think the other really important differentiator for us is that we obsessively fixate on creating the most fun and joyful experience possible each time you open the app. So our newest set of features, I think, showcases that aspiration really well. We've enhanced our scanning experience through celebrations. Our social feed in the app allows you to connect and compete with friends. Most recently, we rolled out Daily Reward, which gives you a chance to win bonus points every single day that you scan a receipt. And for us, like this pursuit of fun is not a frivolous pursuit. It's key. We feel like we're taking this thing that you know you ought to do, which is save money, which is traditionally maybe a painful experience, and we've made it immeasurably fun. That's a powerful intersection. And the reason why our average monthly user is scanning over 28 receipts every single month with us. So as all of those feature sets that I just talked about, as those broaden substantially, concurrently, the way that our users thought about and used our product also evolved. So it was time for our brand and our name to reflect that evolution. So what I'm hearing from you is that there was a product evolution that you have focused on essentially gamifying. It's not necessarily the consumption portion of commerce, but documenting and understanding what your purchase behaviors are and now providing rewards with them. And that to me is the interesting story here. And this kind of goes, I'll use the parallel to what happened in ride sharing, where it was Uber cab. And then with Uber, there was lawsuits around being called a cab. And so they just started calling themselves Uber. They shortened the name and kind of a sexier name, if you ask me. And fetch rewards became, at least on the consumer side of the business, fetch. So the business was always about rewards, and that seems like it's a critical component. I understand it's kind of sexier, it's a little more sleek to just have the one word name, but you got rid of the rewards, which seems descriptive of what you were doing. Talk to me about your thought process for basically slimming down the brand name when you have 17 million people that are using the app that have brand equity build up with Fetch Rewards. Why change what 17 million people already know? Because it became abundantly clear to us that the rewards and fetch rewards was far too limiting to describe who we are and what we do. As you said, of course, the rewards are not going anywhere and they're a big part of what we do, but we mean a lot more to our users. Today, there are millions of users who use our app as a way to discover new brands, to connect and compete with their friends, to save on the things that they want to buy. So we set out to evolve our brand and capture our essence as this wildly fun and engaging app that redefines the shopping experience. And that repositioning comes to life through the core product experience and our design systems and our voice. But of course, you know, as we talked about, we also had this job of announcing our name change from Fetch Rewards to Fetch. So, Keely, you're now the world's expert on rebranding, having gone through this experience with Fetch, because we've all rebranded, you know, at least once. And once you do it, you realize how painful it can be. And everybody has their own strategy for going about a rebrand. I get the general idea of your product has expanded beyond just simply focusing on rewards. The company's calling and mission is starting to expand as well. You want a brand that represents that. Give me the laundry list here. You know, when you went through rebranding, what was the strategy or, or what are the different facets or categories that the rebrand touched within your business? 
we had to consider how this rebrand came to life across all of our touch points with users and also think about this broadly with how it came to life, even through like our B2B marketing as well. So of course, we thought about the core product experience. We had to consider all of our different marketing communication channels, the different assets that we had out in the world, our website, our blog, everything that a user or even our partners would come in touch with needed to be representative of this new positioning that we were putting out into the world. We went through a rebrand last year here. Uh, our company was called Ben J. Shap LLC. A little me, me, me on the name, if you ask me. But originally, my business started off as a consulting practice where I was the product. And we've expanded and got into podcasting. And now we do content as a service for B2B brands primarily. And it felt like offering podcasts from Ben J. Shap LLC didn't feel like a great brand fit. It wasn't me doing the podcast. It needed to be my company and the infrastructure. So we started calling ourselves I Hear Everything. I understand why we rebranded because we were going from an independent consulting business to a, a service offering. And we wanted to upscale the product and vision. And I feel like the juice was worth the squeeze. Now that you've gone through this process and you've rebranded and you've basically taken one word off of the name of the company, rebrand or reposition or modify the brand, whatever you call it, do you feel like the effort was worth it? I always kind of question when you're rebranding. It's such a big undertaking. Now that you've done it, did you feel like the business actually started to grow once the rebrand was done? Absolutely. I think that Fetch much better represented who we are and what we do. Fetch Rewards was far too limiting. And when I think back, for a long time, our users were just naturally calling us Fetch. Back in 2019, pre-pandemic, as a company, we only accepted receipts from grocery and grocery-adjacent stores like convenience and drug. But our users were still submitting other receipt types like restaurant receipts, even though they weren't getting rewarded for them at the time. So we saw that demand and we made the move to start accepting and rewarding on all receipts in mid-2020. And that had a pretty immediate effect on how people started using our app. So we were no longer this place that people opened once a week after their routine Saturday morning grocery trip and sort of transactional with our rewards. Instead, we started to take hold as this daily destination. So it's been a long time coming. The product features that we've built since continually invested in that experience for users and continue to give them a reason to engage with us on a daily basis. So yes, it was absolutely worth it to drop the rewards. It felt like a long time coming. Rebranding is something that I think as a marketer, we all kind of struggle with. Understanding your brand's value to your customers is an important part of marketing. It's the symbol of who you are. It's the representation of what you stand for. And that evolves over time. It did for Fetch. They were Fetch Rewards. Now we're calling them Fetch. It, it did for my brand. From being a personal brand to being a service provider, it's a lot of work. And so as you're starting to think about rebranding or evaluate whether your brand is the right fit for your business at this time, not only do you have to think about what the perfect brand is, you have to think about all of the effort that goes into rebranding. And we're going to talk a little bit about that exact process tomorrow. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Keely Jepson, the Vice President of Engagement at Fetch. Join us again tomorrow when Keely and I continue our conversation talking about implementing Fetch's B2C rebrand. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Keely, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you could visit her company's website, which is fetch.com.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.